Well, like, you know, we're Filipino, Filipino-American, like, hard work is instilled in us, like, you have to work so hard and, like, have all this output, but I I feel like there, it's not the only way, there are many other ways, and you kind of have to go with where the tide is taking you and trust that the work you put in is going to lead you there somehow. Hey, Crystal. Hey, Me-Searchers. You are listening to the Me-Search Podcast. And we're your hosts. My name is Dustin Domingo. And I am Crystal Tugatti. And on this show, we have critical, messy, and fun conversations with each other, with friends, and with leaders in the community. Together, we'll unpack important issues, learn, and unlearn what we think we know about what it means to be Filipino. Filipino! Filipino Filipino! is what we are! So, today on the show, I was going for a, there's a Black Eyed Peas song. Were they? I don't know if y'all. Filipino. Yeah. That. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anywho, uh, today on the show we're gonna chat about art. Uh, we're gonna ch- chat about producing our own art, specifically Ooh. producing our own shows. Because Crystal and I are performers. We're singers. We're actors, and sometimes we gotta make our own stuff. And yeah. Who do we got? And to delve into this, we're welcoming a Los Angeles-based vocalist and actor to the pod, a fellow Fab Kasama. He's a versatile singer. His repertoire spans the genres of pop, Broadway, blues, and his love of the great American songbook. Yes. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll ask for a sample. I don't no. know. <laughs> <laughs> if you feel like it, no press, no press. Um, his voice has been described as beautiful, unique, and a tone that is unaffected. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Me searchers, welcome, Jamie Barcelona. Hey! Oh, my gosh. Welcome. <laughs> Thank you both. You both are so funny. Like, I'm, I was about to fall off my chair just now <laughs> and i thought I, I thought somebody was gonna really jam out the black eyed peas song the filipino filipino well, damn. a missed opportunity a missed, yeah. <laughs> a missed opportunity um before we jump into the first question jamie i'm gonna ask crystal to explain what fab is because we called out uh we gave a shout out to fab a second ago what's fab so it's a collective of Filipino, Filipinex, Filipina actors all over. And we come together, we practice, we support each other, we play. It's awesome. It's a- an amazing group to to be part of and to be able to grow our art with and to grow with one another. So shout out to Fab. We love y'all. Shout yeah. out to Fab. That's how I met Dustin to begin with. I met Dustin oh in our fab class yeah i love it was it's it's so good to practice and play with you jamie i I know i love it when we become seen when we we've worked (gasps) together and we've done scenes together i love doing i love doing scenes with you yeah i feel like we choose the right scenes for each other which is nice i agree hopefully we can do more stuff together in the future (laughs) that's crystal as well (laughs) Hopefully we can all do stuff. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> all right, so Jamie, we wanted to have you on the podcast to talk about this specifically because 
Uh, you know exactly what it's like to make your own stuff, to produce your own stuff, to produce your own shows. You recently had your own uh, show that you produced um, in September of 2023. Can you tell us, like, what is your process or what was your process in producing your own one-person show? Oh, and tell us about your one-person show. Like, give us oh, yeah. a little spiel about it. Yeah. Um, well, the show that I had in September was called The Heart of the Matter. And I based it off of a song in the show called The Heart of the Matter. Um, so for the listeners, it's a Don Henley song and there are different versions. There's an India RE version, yes, I which that. I love that version. There's also a Megan Hilty version, which is more of a Broadway <gasps> type version. Oh my God, I did not know. Yes, Crystal's <laughs> feeling that. Um, <laughs> and I, I ended up, titling it that but the heart of the matter came about because I took a big step away from singing I started my my whole career actually started as a singer in the Philippines I was in a group of singers um formed by Ryan K. Abiyab (gasps) what yeah so I I was (laughs) This is many years ago. I was in college. Um, he formed a group of seven of us, four boys and three girls. Um, we had an album. We toured. So that was really my, my foundation. And that was before any of my life here in L.A. That was before pursuing acting. So this was a big coming back to music and really stepping out on my own again as a singer. And essentially, the show traced my life from growing up in Manila all the way to the last 10 years here in Los Angeles. Um, It was primarily geared towards my family and friends. So I didn't really have any goals as far as, you know, in acting, I realized every time I was in a production or I did a film or I did a workshop, in the back of my mind, I was always thinking maybe this could lead to something else or maybe a casting director will see me or I will have the next steps to the next break. But for this, it was purely artistic and wanting to connect with the audience. And that's what my objectives revolved around, really making sure that the audience is entertained, making sure the audience has fun um, and celebrating the last 10 years with them. So that was essentially the show in a nutshell. So beautiful. Yeah. Explain to me, like, I don't know anything about putting up a show. <laughs> like, what are what are the steps of, like, producing your own show? Yeah, well, you know, the whole reason this came about was I was in this competition in Savannah, Georgia, called the American Traditions Vocal Competition. Um, and I entered that kind of on a whim. Um, I made it to top 24. And when I was there, I met a lot of, it became a really great networking opportunity. So I met a lot of working singers in New York and they do a lot of the cabaret scene, like at Birdland, 54 Below. Um, some have been on Broadway, but do solo shows like cabaret, So I really learned about that form, like the solo show cabaret format, which is very like intimate, often with like a jazz trio. So based on that, I got a lot of ideas on how to do my own show. Mm. And 
I really did not know anything in the beginning. I had no idea where to start, but somebody told me what you do is book a venue months in advance. Even if you don't know what your show is going to be at, even if you have no idea what the story, what songs, who your musicians are going to be, who your music director is going to be, book a venue way in advance, like six months out so that you don't have an excuse and then build your show from there. So that was the very beginning of the process. That stresses that stresses me out because I feel like you're saying way out in advance, but I feel like six months six months is a very like quick turnaround. <laughs> yeah, and you know, like as Dustin knows, and as most of us do, I I do live a creative life, um, you know, with acting and um, with music, but I work full time, so I really tried to carve out that time of having goals for myself every so often, like by this time I need to have found a music director, by this time I need to have locked in a venue, by this time I need to have picked the songs that I want for the show. And ultimately like, what is this show about and how do I pick the songs that best shape the story? So I would say start with a venue though, start with a venue so you have that internal commitment and then go build from there. <laughs> yeah dude so much respect <laughs> yeah yeah it was it was challenging just so that so everybody knows I'd never really produced anything myself before I'd I'd book you know jobs for acting and I would do the job or I'd book jobs for singing and I would sing but this is the first time I really created something from the ground up by myself so if I can do it anybody I feel can do it because I really didn't know what I was doing God, you know, that saying of like, you're not really going to learn or you're not going to be able to do it unless you just do it. Every Everything starts with an idea and like, yeah, like this reverse engineering of like, this is what's going to happen on this day, at this time, it's happening. See you there. Yeah, there were definitely a lot of nights of anxiety where I would be sitting on the couch and I would just be like, I can't do this. I'm going to cancel the whole thing because it is scary. That is scary, especially if you've never done it before. And like you just booked the venue and you're like, I'll figure everything out eventually. Like that is, I don't know. I'm, I'm, my heart is pounding right now because yeah. like, yeah. I'm so stressed yeah. out thinking about what that experience must have been like. So Crystal and I, like both, like I, all, all three of us have had this experience of, you know, we are playing the game of like balancing work, balancing art, trying mm-hmm. to find like a happy medium of like, can I get paid for my creative endeavors? Oh, wait, hold on. I actually need like a little bit more income or a little bit more stability elsewhere and it's i feel like it's a seesaw going back and forth sometimes that can be very stressful so i'm wondering jamie like what what do you feel like has been the biggest challenge in producing your own show while having to also balance like quote unquote a day job i think it's hard in terms of self-motivation You know, because if you're hired for something, like if I book something right now, I will have everything sent to me by producers, like say for acting, I'll get Mm -hmm. the script, I'll get the call sheet. 
But this coming from myself, it's the self-motivation and making sure I'm proactive about it because it's easy to, you know, like I had so many moments where I'm like, why am I doing this to myself? I'm so tired from work. Mm. I still have to put an audition and tape. I don't know why I'm going. I'm exhausted. So I'm like, why am I doing this to myself? And I just want to sit on the couch, like, have two glasses of wine and watch Love is Blind, you know? Oh or, we need to or, talk about Love is Blind. Yeah, or, or watch By the Perfect way. Match. Because I, I, like, this was the time, right, Dustin, we were, when you were getting to know each other, I kept messaging you about reality shows. <laughs> yes. And I was like, well, There's a I new season just... of Love is Blind out, by the way. Everybody. Yeah, we're in the thick of it. Right. We'll text about that after this. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I would just drown and I, I would just be like, why can't I just drown in this? You know, because it's hard to sit down and really set aside the time and motivate myself and not procrastinate. So I would say that was the biggest challenge, self-motivation. Bigger, I would say, than the, than pulling together the finances. Bigger than promo. It was really more like the inner work of feeling motivated and feeling there's no excuse, but you have to just take small steps and keep moving forward. Mm. So that was the biggest challenge for me. Mm. How did you, um, other than like meeting you know, these tangible deadlines, you talked about inner work. What are some things inside for just yourself that you had to do to keep yourself motivated um, and proactive? Yeah, because, you know, I've been in LA for around a decade and um, my focus that whole time had been TV film. And Mm. after 10 years, yeah, I'd worked and I'd been on some stuff, but I also felt really burned out and I felt really emptied out. So I think there was a point where I had opportunities where singing would come up. And even for the competition in Savannah, I was a backup for that. I wasn't the first choice. So, you know, I got off being a backup and I'm like, maybe I should really go with this because it's not forced. So maybe this is a sign kind of like if it's you have to kind of go where with where the tide is pulling you, I feel. You know, even though in my mind it had been like tunnel vision acting, and it still is, but if like there are other facets that are pulling you, then you should really go with that because it's so, you can't force where you're supposed to be in life, I feel. Oh, Jamie, literally this week on my planner, I write myself a little like intention for the week or like an idea for the week. My, I wish I had my planner with me so I can show you, but on my planner it says, Force is not work. Yes. And I think that's something that it, it's a trap, right? I feel like it's a trap when it comes to our art and as as artists, because it's like there is this forced idea of like what your life should look like if you're like an actor or a singer or just any kind of artist. And if you're not reaching these specific benchmarks or if you're not like looking or doing things in some kind of way, it it's kind of invalidating. Yeah. But those are like all these external factors and it sucks the fun and the love and the passion sometimes out of like your, your own art and what you can make. And I've been really going through this, this, this transformation 
that I think that you went through that you're talking about of like not forcing yes what happens with your art yeah and a lot of it is programmed into us you know especially as people like you know we're Filipino Filipino American like hard work is instilled in us like you have to work so hard and like have all this output but I I feel like there it's not the only way there are many other ways and you kind of have to go with where the tide is taking you and trust that the work you put in is going to lead you there somehow. Yes, trusting that your work is going to lead you there somehow. Yes, I yeah. yes. Thank you for saying that. <laughs> Whether it's in the form you expect or not. That's kind of why like I'm so excited Crystal for you to see Dustin like exploring acting now cuz Oh my god, I want to be in your class. Not, I love <laughs> Thursday class, but I got I want to see you guys work too. <laughs> yeah, you should drop drop in sometime. Drop in sometime. I'll ask. I'll ask. Okay. I'll ask. Okay. <laughs> yeah, cuz I know Dustin like you've been a musician forever and I'm I'm happy, you know, the tide is taking you to explore this other direction too and I it's you know, it's not forced. It's just something that's happening and it's it's wonderful. Thanks for saying that. Yes. Oh, yeah. So liberating. I kind of want to talk about something that you and I have been texting about mm -hmm. in advance of your show. Um, and we also, I think, talked about this a little bit in person, Jamie. Like, you've got family members or, like, very important people in your life who may or may not be um, artists or who may not understand, like, what it means to be a creative person they may be telling you or asking you like, why are you doing this when it doesn't lead to a specific next thing or like it doesn't bring you a certain amount of money? What do you say in response to folks who pose those questions to you? Mm, that's a great question. Um, invite them to the show that you produce. Mm. Mm. Mm -hmm. Show them what you've been working on. And, you know, my mom has been very supportive, actually. But mm -hmm. I think watching the show, it just gave that much more clarity of putting my work up in front of all these people and being vulnerable like that and having family see that. I just don't think they knew what I was really doing all along. Mm -hmm. So having that output and then when they get to see that, there's a lot more understanding it's just very hard to explain in words, you know, like yeah, what we're I... trying to do and like the passion we have for this and why are we doing it? And full disclosure, like how many times in these last 10 years have I run to my family to ask for help? Because LA is very expensive. Mm. Um, that's just the truth. That's the real yeah. tea. It's, it's, mm -hmm. and I'm working. It's not like I haven't been working out here. It's just, it's a tough tough grind so yeah. I think when they finally got to see the show um that was affirmation more than all the little tv things or other things I've done I think having something I created was really great for them to see I think they could understand the heart behind my purpose in this mm. the gears in my brain are turning because I feel like I've just had like a little bit of a paradigm shift hearing you say all of that because I think when I reflect back on my own experiences of like doing shows that may not pay anything or like agreeing to do shows that like pay really not very much and like having to explain to family who are asking like, well, what, why are you doing this? How much are they paying you? It's like, 
in those moments, I think my instinct is to be like, they don't freaking get it. You don't get to come then. If you don't mm. get it, you don't get to come. <laughs> you don't mm-hmm. you don't get to be a part of this world. But mm. like hearing you say, Jamie, like invite them to the show. Like it it is important to get vulnerable and like invite them into this world so they can at least get a sense of like why it is you're doing it. They can see you doing it and see how passionate you are and why doing something like this or how doing something like this, like just in and of itself is the joy and is the value. Yeah. Yeah. That's like something that I'm now trying to reprocess in my brain because I hadn't thought of it that way. Yeah. And in in a way it's an homage to them, you know, no matter Mm -hmm. how right or wrong our upbringing or where we came from was, you know, they, they did the best at the time and they love us unconditionally. So I, I was excited. And I, another thing I want to say, especially for people who are thinking of doing their own show, do not hold back just because you're more conservative families there. Like, bear it all on the floor. Like, I was nervous about that. I was like, should I talk about these phases of my life, if you know what I mean? Um, Dustin, you know what I mean? Wait a minute. <laughs> Hold on. Wait a minute. Can you can you share a little bit with our audience what you're referring to when you say, like, phases of your life and things that you were vulnerable to share that may not be yeah. like a normal conversation with your family like what kinds of things did you share in your show that you wouldn't get that you wouldn't have otherwise had an opportunity to talk about yeah well you know I shared an excerpt of a letter to my younger self for example mm-hmm. I interspersed that in a song I also shared even fun stuff like about my thought phase that ho or their phase <laughs> you know things like that <laughs> oh my god <laughs> And I'm sure people were kind of scandalized, but I I feel like they don't fixate on that, honestly. I think they view it more as the whole. So just don't Mm -hmm. hold back anything. Like, really bear your heart out there. You know, if your intention and your heart's in the right place, they'll see that beyond anything else. In fact, they probably know me so much deeper because of that. I love that. I can't wait to say vagina on my own show. Wait, but I say vagina all the time here on this show. So yeah, you said yeah. That's definitely (laughs) been that's definitely been a thing on multiple episodes. (laughs) Vagina, vagina, vagina. (laughs) No, but I I really love that. I love that you said that because I think as people who are devising work and generating work and you know, using your own experiences and your own ideas and your own perspectives and you know that people are coming, it's like, and even like, even for the show, like, I know that I'm telling on myself, you know, I know that I'm telling on myself for a lot of things. Sometimes I'll listen back to our episodes. I'm like, I'm clearly very sensitive about my art and very sensitive about my, my womanhood and a lot of and, and society's expectations about like what I should be. And I'm very sensey to that. And I know that like, I'm also very strong about like who I am as a person, but like, it's also very clear that I have pain and a lot of feelings about certain things, even though like I do present as like, I'm strong and I'm cool. It's fine. <laughs> like, you know? Yeah. But yeah. it's, it's like, 
I appreciate when art and people can be that honest about themselves because I think it's cool that we are all ourselves, <laughs> you know, like there is only one show that would have been yours, not yeah. anyone else's. That is just you. No one could infiltrate that no matter who your, you know, stage manager is and whoever is, you know, helping you produce it. This is you and yeah. no one else can do what you do or feel what you feel or say what you got to say in the way that you got to say it. So um, you might as well just go all in. <laughs> yeah, I agree. And, you know, it's interesting because as conservative as, you know, the the idea of Filipinos can be, especially the older generation. Mm -hmm. <laughs> 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 I, I, I definitely feel there is a duality because I, I just think Filipino hearts are really big. We're very emotional people. You know, so as much mm -hmm. as there's that capacity where it can be so closed off, you know, you just open them up a bit and it's 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 there. It's definitely there. I think they are what I love about being Filipino is we have both. You know, we we have such big emotions. <laughs> yeah. Regardless of generation, regardless of generation. Um, yeah, I, I think there's a lot of love in our culture. So it's it's nice to feel that support yeah i love i love how this show has been able to um allow your family and friends and your people to see you in a deeper way mm -hmm. maybe in even a more clearer way that you know brings you together even even closer so yeah dude shout out to you Congratulations yeah. on like everything that you've done on the show. Like seriously. Yeah. And I'm sure you both feel it too. You know, when you create your own, like, like this podcast, it's, it's really different when it's something of your own. It's, it's more precious. It's something that's more from, it, it takes on a whole different meaning. Mm -hmm. yeah. I think precious is a, uh, the perfect word. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. It really is like a little baby. The little thing, it's like you want to protect it. It's like you want to care so much for the thing that you just made. You hold it, and it's like <laughs> you really, it's like so important. It's very vulnerable. It's an expression of ourselves. Like that's what art is. That's what creating things are. It's like we're sharing yeah. with the world what is inside, whether or not we say it in words. It's like an expression, a way to express like what we're thinking, what we're feeling, who we are. Yeah. Mm. me search Aww. podcast <laughs> <laughs> shout outs to us um jamie you're a very inspirational person i'm so grateful to have met you in fab shout out to fab um hopefully we can have you back on the podcast before we end the show today one final question for you um just very quickly based on everything that we've talked about for our listeners like what is the one thing that you'd like to make sure our listeners take away? To do it, you know, do it. Even if it's so scary and you just want to sit at your couch after work and you're so exhausted and watch Love is Blind, watch Perfect Match, <laughs> watch Married at First Sight, <laughs> just find it in yourself to do it. Book a venue, lock it down, 
make that commitment and it will pay off. I understand how scary it is, but my gosh, like it's, it's really worth it in the end. So just find it in yourself to motivate yourself to do it and it, it will pay off. Oh, Jamie, you're speaking to me. You're speaking to me. Yes. You're speaking to us. <laughs> Jamie, is there any any um social media accounts that or websites that we should make sure to follow you at? Yeah. Uh it's so Instagram at Jamie Barcelon, J-A-I-M-E-B-A-R-C-L-O-N and JamieBarcelon.com. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Thank you both. Thank you both for having me too. This is my first podcast ever. So thank you both. We are so grateful to have you on the show. And we're so happy that we were the first <laughs> for you to come on a podcast. Yes. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Jamie, yes, absolutely. I feel ready to go. <laughs> ready to go after the show. You've definitely touched me um, personally and reached me and um, definitely feel empowered. So um, thank you for being you and doing what you do because in just this conversation I feel very excited about all the art that will be made <laughs> yes yes well Jamie thank you again for everything me searchers give it up for Jamie Barcelona <laughs> me searchers if you're not a me searcher be a me searcher follow us at me search podcast and check us out online at me podcast.com as always, we're going to get to the bottom of things. We're going to get to the bottom of things. This is me search, folks. Yay! <laughs> Thank you, guys. Oh.